Chronic Sisters podcast. You are listening to your host, Jess. And Sean. Welcome to episode 14 of season two. Season dos. Thank you for hanging around this long. This long. We appreciate your sport and your ever-listening ears. Uh, how's your week been, sis? How has my week been? Well, we're not recording on a Friday night for once. We are slightly more organized. Stop it. So Who are we? It's actually not even been a week since we last recorded. So yeah. uh, <laughs> feels very fresh. Uh, very fresh. What have I done? Had my lovely weekend with old mate who came over. That the was very nice. Rendezvous. The secret 24 hour rendezvous was lovely. Went for a little beach dip and a walk and a dog park and a stroll and made dinner together it was lovely it's very nice um and then i worked and um (laughs) yeah and i had a fun mother's day with me mom you did you went on the scoot scoot uh yeah look my mum she calls herself miss activity activity okay that's that's her uh stage name if you will activity activity and she likes to do lots of activities believe it or not so for mother's day she wanted to christen my new backyard so we had a grazing board love that and then she wanted so if you live on the coast here in wa they've got these new e-scooters and i think we're quite late to the party in that the Mm. east coast have had them for a while now wait a while wait a while state wait a while wa so they have them now and uh, as we know, I'm now a beach babe. Um, so mum was like, oh, my God, we're going to get the e-scooters from your house and we're going to, like, cruise along the coast and then, like, go on a bit of a pub crawl and then do piss 10-pin bowling and then get tacos and then come home. Wow. Uh, and so that's what we did. I'm tired listening. Um, and we made friends with a lot of random people, FIFO yep. men workers, who bought us all fireball shots. Saw that. That was uh, interesting. A lot. Um, a lot of them and yeah. yeah that was that was my mother's day and then yeah I worked and now I'm here talking to you I know what it, it seems like time has flown by but hmm. it feels like I also haven't seen you since we recorded last well I haven't well, you seen haven't. you it's been four days seems longer yeah if I'm honest did you miss me I did actually oh, that's was, really I didn't cute. enjoy it that's, if I'm honest cute. I didn't like that um also guys Sean you'll see it on the content but Sean has bought her st- Stupid mixie. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I will record it all for you so you do not miss out on this amazing opportunity Look, that um, I'm about to witness with I'm my own eyeballs. I'm so excited. Fucking hell. Anyway, I'll create a whole post just so oh you can all God. continue to relive it because Ashan so told me she's going to relive it again and again. Yeah, well, what we thought was a once-off stop shop it actually says on the packet you can redo it over and over again so we'll see about that you know anyway how was your week my girl it was good um you know very low-key very casual uh it was very nice had a busy weekend also Mm -hmm. um lots of mother day activities Mm -hmm. it's also zach's mum's birthday so we had to do some stuff for that which was lovely happy birthday Um, happy birthday kerry um and we had a steamboat. Have you ever had a steamboat oh before? Oh my god, not for so long. But did you know that I have one here Do in you a really? box? Shitty X that yeah. yucky. I always wanted one. Yeah. And he, um, his dad bought me one 
But it's still in the box of sniffer. It's still not been opened. Oh, don't tell Zach that because he'll come around and well, he'll christen it for it. you. Okay, sure. We'll do it then. And I was telling old mate when he was here because he was talking about them. I was like, look, I've got one. It's in a box. It's brand new. I've never used it. He's like, oh my God, what a social thing. We have drinks and do a steamboat. Yeah, so we did so a steamboat. So Zach, I've got one. Let's do it. Popcorn and a steamboat. Boot. Steamboot. 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 First double date, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that could be cute. That's very cute. And okay. very casual. We're about that. Well, yeah, okay. Great. Lock, Lock it, it in. in. <laughs> Drinks. So yeah, we did a steamboat for Kerry. It was lovely. And also um, Zach's nan um, and her partner have been over for a few weeks. So we spent some time with them and it was lovely. We had a very low key. Oh, also birthday parties. Birthday party galore. Had a first birthday and a 30th, 30th oh, birthday. Oh, had a first birthday too. Yeah. Little Lara, the one that I used in my life for your 30th oh, yeah, birthday that's right. celebration. Of course. Yes, you did. You hmm. did. Yes. So it was a busy weekend. I'm paying the price now though. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There is no spoons in we're, that we're drawer. We're sore and tired. I was my like, my goodness. Sean, I'm trying to do research for this episode this week. And my, my eyes aren't really focusing. She's oh, like, so that's <laughs> called being tired. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh probably. Yeah. yeah, that's probably. probably me. You try to put your glasses on to make it feel better and it still didn't work, did no, it? Because it doesn't no, it make hasn't. you less tired. So it's a very busy weekend, very social, lots of birthday parties. And the 30th birthday party. Oh, my eyeballs. Your well. eyeballs, yeah. The 30th birthday party was an Aprez ski themed. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and my but costume your Yeti didn't come costume in time. didn't come. So sad. So luckily I went to Salvo's and got a cheap uh, ski, ski outfit. Ski outfit. Like legit ski pants for like six bucks. Fucking, I want to go up shopping. Okay, we can do that. Mm. I enjoy it. But mm. it's also very overwhelming for me. Yeah. There's lots of things. Yeah, I don't just, do things. Yeah. You I have to like be looking. lucky. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. a lot. Um, but anyway, it was a lovely party. There was snow. Fake snow, but snow nonetheless. Um, what are you going to do with a Yeti costume when it comes? I'm going to wear it and drive to her house just to show her that it, that's what <laughs> it was supposed to be. And then, look, Was it knows? expensive? It wasn't cheap. When, so. when can you wear that again? Look, we're going to find as much use for it as possible okay, if i'm honest mm-hmm. um because i don't think you can return it just because they missed the party so <laughs> if anyone has any like, you yeah. all. <laughs> more content that's why i bought it Lol. um so yeah so it's been a busy week actually if i'm honest and look the fatigue is real yeah just dragging myself through life at the moment holy moly <laughs> um but yeah so we're good we had a fun time but very tired now yes. paying the price for sure much tired but uh yeah weekly catch-ups done thank you so thank you very much it's time for our favorite segment no <laughs> yes, it's it time is. for the <laughs> fun fact follow-up yeah Oh, a bit of soulfulness <laughs> at the end there, sister. Wow, where did that come from? Deep within <laughs> we me. We haven't heard that one before. <laughs> You're welcome. Just keeping it spicy. I'm coming in hot with the fun facts. Yeah, this you week. are. It's not I from me this time. I am also feeling a bit hot in this teddy jumper. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and um, your scolding heat pack. Yes, the first uh, fun fact follow up was for you, my dear. Yes. About your May Day Maypole situaze. Yeah, 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 yeah. And why is it a thing? Well, I can tell you because I always can tell you <laughs> that the Roman Britain started it. Of course we did. Uh, thousands of years ago. Such culture. Um, but it became a tradition about 600 years ago. 
Okay. And bringing it, it back. Yeah. And it was actually done when soldiers uh-huh. celebrated the arrival of spring okay. by dancing around decorated trees, okay. thanking the goddess Flora for bringing better weather. Cool. Okay. So then from that, it turned into that we don't always have a tree where we want there to be a tree. So we'll put a pole. We'll use a dead tree instead. Yeah. Or cool. just a fucking metal pole. Go with your bad self. Okay. And it was to represent the lengthening of days as summer approached. Sure. This is all coming. This is like like banging on a rusty door in the yeah. back of my head of like and history. It was like you're usually paired with like male and female. Yeah. So it was to um, kind of give thanks to the union of the masculine and feminine and join both wow. male and females together in a celebration. Sounds very witchcrafty, doesn't it? It does sound fucking weird. But anyway. Paganism. So that's May Day and May Poles, everybody. Take that to your local trivia night. Isn't You're that welcome. exciting? Cute, We yes. love that. Well, that's why then. Uh, yep, that's Thank you why. for that. Um, and yesterday was the 10th of May. It was. Um, it w- won't be when you listen. No. But um, because we're recording on a Wednesday, it is. Um, and that is International Lupus Day. Zach said he messaged you. Happy Lupus so, Day. the only two people that even I didn't even remember it. I talked to you all about it. Didn't remember it. Sean didn't remember it. Nope. No one in my life remembered it. The only two people were Zach and old mate. <laughs> so, Zach texts me like, happy International Lupus Day, babe. Hope you're relaxing and chilling and refilling your spoons. And I was like, thanks, legend. Forgot, but I'm not. I'm coastal walking, then polite, and then going out for dinner and then doing like a million things. Mm. And he was like, great. You know how to stop. Not. <laughs> and then old mate quickly followed, followed it through with some lupus facts for lupus <laughs> day and so i'm glad the boys are getting around yeah, we this. love that. um so oh. we can we can now thank old mate um one day he'll get a name <laughs> one <hope>. day um <laughs> oh, oh, okay. he does, have, he a does name. have a name we know his we name. know his name but we're gonna thank him for these fun facts thank you old that mate I, that i'm bringing to you all today mm-hmm Two lupus facts. So on the 9th of May, um, doesn't miss much. Doesn't miss much. He's on the money. Um, Australia has approved their second medication ever for the treatment of lupus, which is quite topical as Mm. we spoke about hydroxychloroquine last week. Do you know people messaged us about that in like... No. They were like, um, what do you mean you can't cut it? I've oh, been cutting it for years. Oh, well, and you, like, you, um, you can cut them, but he was, my rheumatologist said it's it's so bitter and unpleasant that I wouldn't want you to go through that or the fuck around of trying to get a knife and it fling off the table. Sure, okay. Don't do it to yourself. Sure. So it's not like a slow release, like no, you can't no, cut no. it. No, no, It's like, just better yeah. tasting if you don't. Yeah, and less Righto. hassle. Okay, because people were stressed. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you go with your bad selves if you want to cut it. I just, that's not for me. I'm, she can't I'm a cut simple it, gal. Literally. Um, so that was that. But anyway, so we spoke about hydroxychloroquine mm. and in Australia. So I think this it's actually, I think it's actually already been approved in America. I could be wrong there, but Australia, like we do wait a while, mm. um, Always. and we're a bit behind. So at the moment they think there's about 20,000 Australians living with lupus and the TGA have just approved a drug for moderate to severe lupus. His name is Professor Eric, um, Professor the big Eric, dog, the big um, dog. And so it's actually a monoclonal antibody and its name is anifrolumab. Anifrolumab, yes. And the generic name is Safnello. Safnello? Yes. I feel like that's not easier. Safnello. Normally the generic names are easier. That's not easier. I know. And it's... um, When you have lupus, your interferon is overproduced, so it blocks the receptor 
of that and so hopefully reduces inflammation and reduces your need for steroids so frequently etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. um and it is a subcut injection that or you can have it intravenously but if you're doing it at home it would be subcut mm-hmm. i'm not sure how often i think it's monthly but i could be very wrong there yeah. um and we are waiting for the cost of it how mm-hmm. much it's going to cost people because the PBS system are going to review it in July and work out. PBS is um, for like uh, the scripts here in Australia. It's the um, body that covers with our Medicare the cost of prescription medications and reduces the cost of them. Yes. So we will wait and see, but that was very exciting. Yeah, it's super very exciting. Very groundbreaking. Um, and he didn't miss much. So you all are up to date there, guys. Uh, we all are. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, so you very much, much, old mate. Um, and then the second one, which he was very excited about because he's a little science nerd. So here you go. <laughs> here we go. All right. Only this week as well, guys. <laughs> this is the 1st of May, actually. They have found a genetic link to lupus Mm. and they can 100% say that there is a link now. Yes. So, if you have this gene mutation, you definitely have lupus. Okay, cool. But then there are other people in the world that have lupus that don't have this gene. So, now they're trying to work out why they have lupus. Okay, sure, sure, sure. So, not all patients that have lupus have this gene, but if you do have the mutation... You definitely have lupus. You definitely have lupus. Yeah. And it, the gene is called TLR7. Okay. It operates in the immune system and it helps sense RNA from viruses, which would make sense because if you've got an overworking mutated one, it's mm. like, fuck, attack everything, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. viruses, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, what they've actually been able to do is get the mutant gene of the TLR7 and put it into mice and they have developed lupus. They now think that this gene actually probably plays a role in other autoimmune diseases, mm. but... For now, they've just been looking at lupus. Mm -hmm. And we all know that lupus, you're actually nine times more likely to have lupus if you're a female, which Mm -hmm. we have spoken about. And now there is scientific backing up to that. So it's actually found on the X chromosome. Okay. So, ladies, that's you, my gals. Yep. So if you've got two X chromosomes, if you're a female and you've got one on each X chromosome, Double and they're overreactive. Your symptoms are often going to be worse because you've got two X's. You yeah. know what I mean? You're doubling up your chances, yes. basically. Yes, yes. Um, so that was my other fun fact for you all. <laughs> thank you, old I mate. Would, thank you, old mate. I would like to know if I have the gene, but yeah, I don't know I how you go you about do. testing that. Well, you and get then do I a wonder screen, if further surely. on, if you had to have full-blown IVF, if you could remove it. Surely. Change it. Do a genetic screening. Wild. Anyway. Science. Those are your fun facts. They're your fun facts, everybody. Fun facts. You're welcome. You're welcome. What would you do without them? Probably still live your life. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And we wouldn't have have missed Lupus Day, but thank you to the boys. Thank you, boys. Bring it back. We have not missed it. (laughs) We haven't. So this week's episode um, is, you know, a casual, low-key episode um, because last week's was lots of information, just blowing at you and we're wrapping it up for this season too so we're just gonna do a casual look at your lives and also because may like we spoke about last week was mental health awareness we also want to kind of touch on that as well we all know in season one we did a little segment on mental health so we're just going to touch on a couple of things about mindfulness and how to like make life a little bit easier for your chronic sisters misters and 
doing siblings. the work, doing the work to yeah, make your life a little easier. Totally, because you get told all the time, you know, you got to work on yourself, you got to do the work. But what does that actually mean? What's the work, doll? Because a lot of people just throw that out there and then just don't tell you. Like I'm like, what's the answer? Tell me how to mm. do that. So we're gonna kind of break into that and work on how you work on yes. yourself. Yes, and right? we have, you know. I was reading me mate Pip Lincoln's book. She's not my mate. I wish she was my mate. Um, mm. We've spoken about her previously in her book and she's so clever. So but clever. she summarised it so beautifully. She was like, in our society, we can be a little too obsessed with moving on and feeling better and doing better. Yep. We And we do. We're like, oh, fuck, I got, I got to be better yep. all the time. And society puts that pressure on. And, you know, we also tell ourselves, which you all know I'm notorious for because of the nature of the job that I work in, I tell myself that others are worse off than I am. Yep. And yes, that is true. But she highlights that someone else's pain doesn't magically remove your own. Yeah. So a case of perspective, a little little sprinkle of perspective, it doesn't erase suffering. No. Right? So if something awful happens, it actually does take time to process. Yep. So it's about taking that time and what you can do in that time, which we will talk to you about. Exactly. But I also think it's so appropriate for chronic illness in terms of like people always ask you like, oh, how are you feeling? Are you any better? We've spoken about it before, but like this is lifelong. Mm. Like you, if you are trying to fight your way to get better, to fix yourself, it ain't going to work. It is a a lose-lose situation because you have this full life. You can't get rid of it. So the sooner that we can kind of sit in that space of this isn't going to get better to the point that it's not there and doesn't exist, the easier I feel our lives are going to be. And I'm speaking to myself here, like of that whole... I need to fix myself, get better. What's, what is that? What does that actually mean? Mm, and what parts can you realistically improve? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to learn to accept it a bit more. Yes. So we're going to go, we're going to do a deep dive into how you can kind of do that. We are. And it makes us more accountable because you all know we're crap at it too. Yeah, exactly. So, so this isn't aimed on that note. <laughs> at anyone but ourselves really. So I have a little book, um, Be Mindful and Simplify Your Life by Kate James. Kate James is a coach, meditation teacher, speaker, and writer. And so she helps people with their balance of mindfulness and teaches people how to, you know, just balance themselves a bit more. So to start off our segments today, we're going to do a quiz. Jessica? Oh, God. Okay. And so everyone at home listening can do the quiz also because it's a yes, no, maybe. Do I need a pen or something? Uh, yeah. Just one right there, babes. You can keep a, a tally of your scores if you like. Um, if you're driving, obviously don't write oh, it down. God. Just listen and you can come back to it later. So the quiz is, are you living mindfully? Okay. Okay. So, uh, so you give yourself a point for every yes. You give yourself half a point for a maybe and you don't score any points for a no. Okay. Okay. And we're going to grade ourselves at the end. Okay. Okay. So the first question is, you say yes, maybe, or no. I'm aware at least some of the time of being in the moment. Next one. I make an effort to be compassionate with myself and others. I am aware of my thoughts much of the time. I'm okay with having difficult feelings sometimes. 
I accept that I can't control life and I know how to let go when things don't go my way. That's a no for me. I've just written zero. (laughs) (laughs) When something good is happening in my life, I take time to appreciate it before moving on to the next thing. I'm okay with not being perfect. How did that one feel? The last two, I'm like, ooh. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Next one, I notice changes in my body when my emotions change, like my heart racing or my muscles tensing if I feel stressed. I am a good listener. I'm able to take care of myself as well as take care of others. I occasionally spend time alone to take stock of what's important. I know how to forgive myself and other people when things have gone wrong. When I'm walking outside, I'm aware of my surroundings. I feel confident about the way I manage the practical aspects of my life, such as my career, my finances and my living environment. I know how to fully experience my senses. I listen to my intuition. I make conscious choices about how I treat the environment. When I eat, I really taste my food and I only eat until I'm full. Last two, I'm able to balance enjoying the here and now with mindful planning for the future. And the last one is I'm able to accept that my life will be a mix of challenges and happy experiences. So quickly jot up your scores. That was a lot of questions, was it not? Yeah. What'd you get? 11. If you scored 15 or over, you're more mindful than most people. Um, anywhere between 10 and 15, you're going okay, but you could do with some more positive changes. Um, and if you scored 10 or below, you might benefit from support from a mindfulness coach or a psychologist, as well as trying some of the tips in this book. Well, guys, just <laughs> that, was, that was a lot, wasn't yeah, it? Quick so, off the mark, just do like a, a base check of like where we're at. Mm, okay. I didn't do how what I did though. Let me do mine. My score was 14. That's pretty all right. 14 out of 20. That's pretty good, darling. That's because of therapy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that's just your baseline. So it's not good nor bad. It just gives you a kind of like touch base, a take point as to snapshot of what you are. Sorry, doll. I just removed all of your notes from your path. <laughs> I was like, good luck with the rest of the episode with none of your notes, bitch. <laughs> Thanks, sis. No worries. Anytime, anytime. So, yeah. How do you feel about your answers? Did, did that surprise you? Well, I think I was probably on the more negative side just to say that like, if I was on a really bad – in my head, I was like, if I was on a really bad day, how would I rate myself? Okay, sure, sure, sure. And so I was like, I wasn't – you know, today I probably would have been, probably been nice. I was like, you know, I'm going to – if I was a bad day. Okay, nice. I so, like that. A bad day is like 11, so it's not great. But I'd probably, on a good day, probably be in the 14 mark. But, you yeah. know, like still could do the work. Totally. Need to do the work. But, but you can always know. do work. Yeah, exactly. I, f- I mean, I feel, I think some of them, like, pose, like, quite, quite significant amounts of self-reflection that you could really think about. Yeah, absolutely. But the one where it was about walking and if you notice your surroundings, I have to actively same, think about same, that. Same, 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 same. Because also I look down at my feet a lot because... I think it's because I don't enjoy taking up space or people looking at me. So I look down at my feet a lot. And so when Zach and I were first dating, he and I would go for walks and mm. stuff and he'd be like, look at this, look at this. And I'm like, oh no, I didn't see it. And yeah. he's like, it's because you're looking at your feet. Why do you do that? I was like, um, I don't know. He's like, you know how to walk. Like you've been doing that for a while now. So why are you watching your feet? I was like, oh, I don't really know, but it's a two prong thing, right? In that I feel uncomfortable mm. in space, 
But also I'm scared that I'm going to fall over. Yeah. Because my feet and stuff. So I, I watch the floor as well because I don't want to fall. That's so interesting because I'm the same in that normally if it's just me and Boon's going for a walk, I'm normally mm. doing it because I'm on a mission. Yeah. Like I just I need to walk the dog and so I'm not actually thinking about anything in my surroundings. I'm more thinking about, right, so the time I get home will be this time and then I've got to start making dinner and then mm. I've got to do this before bed and I've got to sort this out before work and I'm always thinking like that or mm. it's like I've had three phone calls or texts from girlfriends during the day they haven't replied to so I'm replying to all of them and then sorting appointments out and normally a, a walk for me is like just getting more shit done yeah and so I often have to remind myself to be present and I remember I said back in season one when I was living in my old house and the walk I would do every day that I used to do with my ex I made the conscious um like thought to walk the other way Mm. like anti-clockwise around it to change my surroundings and that definitely helped but it's interesting that you say that because when we when old mate was here and we walked buns around the lake Mm. you know I was super nice and I was just like chatting to him and like enjoying our time together because we've not bloody had any. Yeah. And we were just in conversation. But he is one of those people that is the same. You see this, you look at this. And then every person we walk past, he, oh, hey, how are you going, mate? How are you? How's your day, mate? And then he wasn't getting much back like oh. the whole time. And it was from everyone. And he looked at his like, babe, like, do I, do I not look very friendly? Or like, do I have something on my face? Like, why does no one want to talk to me? Like, no one wants to talk to me. because everyone's not happy, babe. And I was like, look, I think, you know, and even though I said, I was like, look, everyone's so used to being in masks and not recognising when people smile and mm. not engaging. It's been like that for like a couple of years and no one knows how to go back to normal. Yeah. And wait a while, WA, we really just get rid of masks and everyone's still really cautious to be next to anyone. Yeah. So all mates springing around. What's up? Say, What's how up? are you? Like, and lots of people obviously want to talk to Bundy because he yeah. looks funny. So like, he was excited if someone came to at least talk to the dog and then. Mm have to talk to him <laughs> um but yeah he's the same he's like very much takes everything in and could tell me every fact about every fucking bird that we walk past and it was a lot yeah. but but yeah it's interesting it's isn't same. it and, I'm and like, if you're in the habit as well you don't realize that you do no. and someone points it out yeah and unfortunately but fortunately we date people that point that shit out yeah true <laughs> true i mean it was a lot i'm like do we really have to talk to everyone but sure yeah okay yep we're doing it but on that with that whole idea of like multitasking and using a time of like presentness to multitask mm. in this book it talks about the busy trap and i think we're both pretty um guilty of mm. creating this busy trap right and so when you're stressed like i i do it all the time if i'm stressed like at the weekend, I was cleaning the house because Zach's grandparents were coming over for the first time. And I was like, we're on a time restraint and we're doing all this stuff. Mm. And I was getting ready and frantic. And then we were getting ready to leave. And Zach was like, oh, can you just help me with my sleeves? And I was like, yeah, sure, babe, no worries. And he like held me. I went to do his um, sleeves and he held me and he was like, it's okay. You can stop now. And he, I was like, why? I'm fine. I'm, what are you talking about? He was like, you're being frantic and I was like what do you mean I'm fine he's like we're not cleaning anymore it's okay breathe and so I was like okay cool I didn't listen to him obviously because I was just like internalizing all of the stuff that we still hadn't done yet so I was doing his sleeves and anyway we got in the car and um I was I must have been buzzing and I couldn't realize it and he was just like babe breathe and I was like what do you mean he's like you're just like giving me a lot of this like tension i was like 
okay, now that you mention it, I am out of breath. Um, so I then went into this, like, I rubbed my earlobes to calm me down. Don't know why. Did that. Calm down. I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. Or autism. Maybe both. Mm. Spectrum. Spectrum, babe. It's a big spectrum. spectrum. Anyway, so the busy trap is when we overcommit ourselves, right? We overschedule. We're all, we've all done it. Days off when you're like, okay, this is to us. Days off. Okay, I'm going to book an appointment for eight and then that will probably last half an hour, but we'll give it 45 minutes just in case the doctor's running late. And then I'll sneak in a physio appointment there. On the way back from that, I'll pop to the shops and I'll get those things that I need to get. And um, oh, I should probably book in some time to see someone for lunch, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got a podcast that you need to record for. So then you book in some time to record for that. <laughs> With no prep as per usual. Great. So this is for all of those people about the busy trap. And over the next week, what you can do is kind of like take a moment to catch yourself when you're overzealous, right? And you put in extra things for the sake of putting in extra things and multitasking and to consider whether you're doing things for the sake of doing them or for the actual improvement to your well-being or not. Like, what's the real reason that you're doing the thing that you're doing? And are you doing it for the benefit of yourself? Right? Have you have you ever overscheduled yourself? <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Always, every day, I've got one day off. I'm busy. Like today, I was like, um, yeah, well, you can come over, but probably at lunchtime because like, I've got to do the shops and then I go to an appointment and then I go to Pilates and I'm going to come home and then I got to drop the dog and then I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So it's all about trying to make time in your day, right? So for those of us who go to work in an office space or whatever, it can get really time restricted and um, lunches can be an issue. And especially with COVID and the COVID restrictions around eating food at your desk, um, because it doesn't give you the time and the space away, the time out. So just an easy way to do it is just to take those 30 minutes for your lunch break and physically move yourself and look at something else and if you can go outside get some fresh air so my work team and I we I've brought in a picnic blanket into the office and I keep it in my drawer and we go and sit outside so that we're in fresh air number one but we can sit on the ground we're moving so we have to walk there there's a little bit of sunlight and we're also outside so infectivity is reduced if you're outside and it's a little bit safer in COVID times but it gives a time to connect we're not at a screen we're not in a meeting like we're able to just focus on being social and fueling our bodies and Mm -hmm. taking a rest so that's just a little way that you can kind of like reduce your multitaskingness is actually give yourself a break physically from the space that you're in Mm -hmm. so that's a way to do it but you can also like check the speed in which you're doing stuff. So like when you're talking, I can get really speedy when you I talk. Don't breathe. I don't breathe. You don't breathe. And then I breathe <laughs> and at the then end. You make, if you're really excited or you're really busy mm. in your little mind, mm. weird sounds come out of your mouth. I'm sorry, <laughs> but weird sounds come out mid sentence. Mm. So she'll be talking to something and she'll be like, ah! 
I then just keep talking about what? <laughs> Hang on. I was back in two sentences ago. You threw me off with you the sound. You threw me off. Yeah, there'll be a sound or a yep. song or mm-hmm. a dance mid-sentence. Yeah, because the word will trigger like a memory or a song in my head. Yeah, and but I'll you haven't have finished the sentence. It. Yeah, so that- you've got like, you, you, you have to spit it out and yeah. keep going. Yeah, I know. That's why I think I have ADHD because of that. Yeah. But so you can check your speed. So when you feel yourself or the people around you feel that you're talking too fast, you can just go, okay, reset and slow the pace down and even walking. So all the nurses out there, you know, the walk that I'm talking about, the nurse walk, then the walk that you have somewhere to be and you're not currently there yet. And you're just on fire all the time. And since my hip... I can't do that walk anymore. And I can feel my body fighting that. Like I, I want to walk faster. <laughs> the nurse has to go quicker. I want to go faster, but I can't. But so it's also checking your pace. Mm. Like walk a bit slower, doll. It's okay. Mm. It ain't no race. You don't get no medal at the end. It's okay. Take a, take a break. Take your time eating a meal. If you get indigestion every time you eat, something's up. <laughs> Like either medically or, or you just need to slow the fuck slow down. The fuck down. If you eat bread, and you know when you eat, you don't eat bread, but when you could or something quite dense, and you eat it so quickly that it gets stuck. <laughs> Like that noise, slow down, man. <laughs> You're gonna choke. So if I'm really hungry, like smash hot chippies, I'm like, oh my god, that potato's stuck. Yeah, your body can only digest at a certain pace. You need to slow down. So it's all about that. It's just like taking moments, like making yourself a cup of tea. Just take time in it. Take time in making the cup of coffee. Sometimes I find myself swearing at the kettle. Fucking because hurry up. it takes so long. Ugh. And it's just me at home. I'm like. Fuck, it takes so, me so long. Science is so fuck? slow. Yeah. <laughs> Get hotter faster, please. I've got shit to do. Literally. It's okay. Use the time to take some breath. Say some affirmations to yourself. It's okay. <laughs> doesn't have to be done right now. <laughs> Chill. And doing one thing at a time. So not... I'm all for that. Nurse life. Multitask. Mm. Multitask or die. Like, <laughs> but you're not going to die. So it's okay, doll. Just chill. Do one thing. Yeah. If there's two things in your hand, put one down. It can wait. Mm. Unless you're in a life or death situation, like a recess. But <laughs> not every second of every day is a recess. Even if you work in recess, chill. Okay, okay, okay. Take I'll try, I'll try. Next time you hold two things in your hand, think of me and go, chill. More, it's more so I'll be like, oh, I'll put a load of washing on. And then while that load of washing's on, I'm going to quickly do that. And then I'm going to quickly ring this thing. And then I'm going to pay that bill. And then I'm going to quickly race around with the vacuum. And I, and now that Bundy's not here and we're recording, I'll, oh, I should quickly vacuum and mop while he's not here. To, mm. Like, you know, I'm always like, what can I do next? Tick off, tick off, tick off. So that then all I can do for the next few days is work, eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep, work, mm. eat, sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not the one. Do you see the error in your ways there? I do, doll, yeah. <laughs> you picking up what I'm putting yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, sure am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not, it's, but it's, it's hard. It is. Because everything around you is telling you, you've got to be better. You've got to do all the things. And there's not enough time in the day, nor days in the week. So you do have to smash things and out that's together. Like, I keep saying to myself, I'm like, I just wish I had more time. Mm. Wish I had more time in my day to do things I want to do, like study something else maybe try cosmetic nursing i'm like i wish i just had more time you do you have the ability to have more time if you do less yeah (laughs) something's got to give i know but then i'm like what do i want to give up and then i'm like probably not much 
Probably vacuuming every second at second. I don't vacuum every second. Every time I come around, you vacuum. Because I don't like if there's shit on the floor <laughs> and you're here. You gotta entertain my guests, you know? I should not be seen as a guest in your well, house. Well, you're not. But also, when when you're here, often Boons is not. True, because I come with the podcast. Yeah. So I'll take it then. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? This How did you just turn that around <laughs> on me? What the fuck? <laughs> Well, but yeah, just multitasking. Here's a multitasking for you. I have been brushing my teeth, pooping and paying a bill on my phone at the same time. Holy shit. I'm still getting over the first part of the sentence that you shit and brush your teeth. That is f- absolutely filth. Multitasking, that is fine. Filthy. Finest. That is so gross. Why? You're shitting, so there's poo particles in the air, and then you're brushing your teeth. You're trying to clean your teeth, and you're scrubbing shit particles onto your gums. Well, my ass is covering the seat, so it's like a plug. Oh, oh my God. And then I'll, oh my God. I'll close my mouth when I wipe. And what? where's your toothbrush at this point? In my mouth. Oh, my God. No. Holding it in my mouth. Oh, fucking, I'm taking that to the people. That's filthy. <laughs> Look, I didn't, I'm being vulnerable and truthful here. And... Oh, and you, I, now I can or I can just imagine you with a toothbrush and toothpaste in your mouth and you're using your long arm to wipe your ass weird. That's correct. And you wipe between your legs, which means you're opening the plug and the poo it's particles down. come out. It's not. It's not fl- I don't flush the toilet like while I'm wiping. Close the lid, flush the toilet, wash my hands, continue brushing my teeth. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't say it was good. I say that's me at my well, worst. Okay, next time you ever think about brushing your teeth and shitting, just think of my disgusted face. <laughs> Disgusting. And the disgusted listeners. Okay, will do. Dirty gal. Dirty gal. Yuck. <laughs> oh my, that shook me. Moving on from your <laughs> disgusting uh, hobbies, habits, okay. whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I'm going to talk about sleep again because... I need some more of it. <laughs> yeah. And I've realized that it's a problem that uh, I should have more of it. Yep. And my mum's always telling me to sleep in on my days off. Old mate's always telling me to go to bed earlier. And no matter what I do, I'm still tired. Still tired. So we've spoken about sleep hygiene a little bit. Mm. And we've spoken about the apps and all of those things and some mindfulness and some meditation before bed. But, you know... It's your statistics gal and she likes to bring the facts and the science. So here she comes. Here she comes. With some good ones for you all today. So Professor Walker wrote a book, Why We Sleep. Why We Sleep. Why We Sleep. And he spoke in that about lights and screen time, which I think Sean was saying or we were talking about earlier, the importance of trying to limit screen time Mm -hmm. before bed. Mm -hmm. But why? But why? So... Lights and screen time, especially that blue light that you kind of get from like synthetic, like from looking at screens, TV, iPhones, iPads, all of those things, mm-hmm. it actually blocks your natural melatonin by 60% and then delays the spike in your melatonin levels by three hours. Oh. So you go to bed, but if you're in bed scrolling on TikTok, yep. like maybe someone next to me does here, you're actually delaying your natural spike by three Three hours. Mm-hmm. So you're actually not getting tired till three hours later. So you're reducing your sweet sleep quality, sleep quality, and your REM sleep. Right. Do you feel attacked? I mean, it's very targeted, isn't it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. But 
So that's a, and I'm going to try and reduce. Actually, recently I have reduced my screen time before bed significantly, but I still, I'm still bad in that I still do scroll, but maybe only for five minutes instead of like 45 minutes like I would used to. Yeah. Well, I've in 2014, a Nielsen study found that 82% of Australians spend an average of 23.3 hours online each week. And that's up from a study in 2003, where 73% spent an average of 6.7 hours 2014, online. 2014, that was ages ago. I exactly. didn't even have an iPhone in 2014. Exactly, imagine and what it would be now. And there was not even social media. Instagram wasn't even a thing in 2014. No TikTok. Imagine what it would be now. Yeah, that's awful, isn't it? That's really bad. Well, aside from screens, unless you're going to hit me with any other facts about no. the screens and the lights. No, you're good. Temperatures are a big thing as well when it comes to sleep. And everyone laughs at me because sometimes I sleep with the aircon and the fan on in my new place. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going with my bad self. It feels good. And old mate calls me Queen Blizzard when we go to bed <laughs> because he's like, we, we got into bed on Saturday night when he came home for the 24 hours and he, we got into bed and he was like, oh, fuck, I didn't turn the blizzard on. I've got to go and turn the blizzard on. Don't ask. Absolutely you do. Absolutely. Now I've got science behind me. <laughs> so what happens in order to sleep, the brain actually drops its core temperature. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, I guess, because when you're like running a marathon, your core temperature goes up. The last thing you want to do is think about going to bed. Yeah. So when you drop your, drop your core temp, that's well, when you're more inclined energy, to right? sleep. Yeah. To keep you warm. Yeah. So the ideal temperature to sleep is 18 degrees Celsius. Ooh. Which sounds quite chilly, but there's actually nothing better that I could think of. And I'm a hot gal. Lupus, got a low-grade temp all the time, you're hot. Mm, mm. So I think it sounds wonderful. But that is why there is research behind, like, if you're not feeling tired, go have a hot shower before bed or a warm bath or something mm, like that. Mm-hmm. I always find a shower tends to wake me up a bit. But the the theory behind that is that because you get hot in the shower, when you get out of the shower and then step into a cooler environment, all the heat, like, goes to your skin, mm, comes to mm-hmm. the surface. Yep. So you drop your core temp away from your brain and stuff because it all releases through your skin and then that makes you feel a bit more sleepy. And then if we're going to talk about caffeine, do the whole like bedtime, bed hygiene, if you nice, will. yeah. Caffeine actually blocks your sleeping signals. So you sh- they recommend you should not have caffeine 12 hours before bed. Whoa. So I know that like my mum and I was the same when I did drink coffee, but mm. couldn't have any coffee after 12 because I'd get like palpitations, I'd be wide awake, blah, blah, mm. like lunchtime. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess that makes sense. That's that 12 hour oh. signal blocking thing. Mm. So if you have a coffee, have it in the morning and don't drink a million of them during the day or drink decaf. It's quite good. Don't hate it till you try it. Don't hate, don't hate it till you make it, literally. Don't make them, buy them. <laughs> <laughs> buy them. Um, but yeah. Anyway, or no green tea. Some... That's why you have your chamomile tea. I do. I, every night before bed, I have either a sleepy tea concoction, which is like a lemon, lavender, chamomile, something mm. else. Or I just go a pure chamomile spearmint sometimes or nice. just chamomile. Low caffeine. Low caffeine, babe. Yeah. Mm. Well, on, on the digital stuff. So um, the book that I was reading before, mm-hmm. it has stuff about digital detox. Um, and there's little signs like people can think, oh, no, nah, I'm not. That's not me. 
but there's some little signs that can creep into your lifestyle that kind of shows that you do. And I, for one, and Zach knows this as well, because his life mission is to get me off my phone because I am so attached to it. Like it's an addiction. I'm trying to work on that. But um, so the warning signs can be um, you sleep with your phone beside you to stay constantly connected to the world. And for me, if I forget my phone, like, and I accidentally leave it at home, I think the world's over. Oh, because yeah. I'm like, what if something happens and no one can, uh, get, no one can get contact me? me? Yeah. Nothing happens. Nothing, nothing happens. Um, but I think that it will, it could. And if it did, I wouldn't know because my phone's at home. Um, so that's one. Um, are you looking on social media when you first wake up? Absolutely. First thing I do, look at all the notifications uh, when I check the time in the morning. Um, are you posting on social media and checking for likes five minutes later? I used to be like that when I used to get a lot of validation externally mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. social media and stuff. But ever since I've dated Zach, he is so disconnected from his phone. Like he isn't one to be posting stuff all mm -hmm. the time. Um, actually, side note, he posted a post, a photograph of him and I. I saw um, that the other day then, yeah. and it made me really happy because it was like he was um, proud to be seen with me. That's sad. Like, I know, but it's because he like, because he's not inclined yeah, to like socially, the same. social media stuff. Yeah. Oh, mate, was that? I just deleted Instagram. I was like, wow, how do, you how do you do that? Yeah, exactly. But I felt like really loved in that moment. Anyway, that's just me. That's a, that's a side note completely. Um, I get it, but yeah social media vibes yeah but it was a lovely photo anyway it was um are you binging on television episodes without taking breaks to do other things when netflix asks me are you still watching this so rude it never happens to me oh my god it happens to me a lot it's so rude last year when i was sick it happened to me a lot yeah but are you still watching this yes i am netflix stop judging me mm. i'm being a vegetable right now see i couldn't do that oh, ever. I, oh I love it I know. I wish I could love it some more. Yeah. You just need to get a good show on your on your yeah. books. And do you constantly feel the need to multitask with a device in your hand? Yes. Like, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with the podcast as well. It was really difficult when we first started the podcast, when we were trying to get our name out there and stuff, I'm being constantly... I'm it difficult again now. Like, even though I'm... If I'm not on my phone, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, mm. I really should get on my phone and post some stuff on our story yeah. or think about what else I can post or yeah you know like constantly be yeah. thinking about it yeah yeah it's 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 hard when the thing that you're doing as a hobby to fill your cup and whatever is so intertwined with social media and and we actually want to to do Take well off to do yeah. well it's like well you have to put the effort in and you have to yeah. spend time on your phone and, and you stuff. hear so much about people you know you've got to put the work in you've got yeah. to like hustle and blah 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 and like we work hard mm. and then we've got this thing that we love to do and we want to do well and we want to put all this effort and time into and it means that we have to disconnect from the things around us which yeah. is really difficult sometimes i think but yeah so what can you do if you do all those things set up a digital detox right so there is a here's some advice from kate james turn off all devices at a set time each day say from 7 30 p.m to 8 30 a.m. and have one day each week without access to anything online that does not help you to stay mindful i like that i'm struggling with it too because old mate's not here so i'm spending so much more time yeah. on the screen yep. but i've tried to now like we've tried to make a thing of it like i'll put it on my laptop so it's like a bigger screen and like we'll make dinner together yeah 
But like, so we're still doing something proactive. So we're not just both sitting there yeah, staring at a screen. Yeah. 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 Um, another one is keep your phone on silent in your or in your bag when you're driving or spending time with friends. So we have a thing for having your food, uh, have, going out for food and having your phone on the table. Um, it basically shows people that you don't really need to be where you are right now you'd rather be somewhere else if you keep checking your phone you'd rather be connected but with someone else that's just a manners thing too like I, totally yeah. but i think we we got into a, a habit as a society that oh yeah we that forgot okay. about that that's fine you yeah. can just be constantly messaging yeah. so don't so we used to put all of our phones in the middle of the table and if someone checked their phone they would pay for the bill my brother is on his phone all the time yeah and at family dinners he is constantly with his left hand flicking texts left right and center and mum's always yelling at him yeah just to be in the present moment with the people that you're with um get offline at least an hour before bedtime looking at screens stops the melatonin Mm -hmm. which we've spoken about um don't have devices in your bedroom unless you need a meditation app or something to help you sleep Mm -hmm. but mine's my alarm same so I kind of need it there. I could just get an, an alarm clock. An old clock, school alarm, yeah. But um, yeah, stay offline at meal times. We said that. Mm-hmm. And as much as possible, avoid being distracted by technology when you're spending quality time with your partner, friends or children. Mm-hmm. And that's like Zach picked me up on that from the beginning of our mm-hmm. relationship. He's like, hello, I'm here. Not mm-hmm. on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Stop it. And I still, I get into the habit of when like, we're watching TV, I'll be scrolling through my phone as oh, well. Oh, I'm shocking like that. I can't just watch telly. Yeah. I'll be watching telly. I bet everyone's like, I feel seen. Yeah, exactly. But literally I, I have to be doing something else. Yeah. I'm like, I can't not. Mm-hmm. Why I can't just focus on the thing that I'm wanting to mm-hmm. watch on the mm-hmm. TV. And then I'll be like playing with his hair or like tickling his back or whatever. And he can tell if I've picked my phone up by the rate in which I play with his hair or tickle his back. He's like, he like shrugs when I do it and it like snaps me back and I'm like, fuck, I've done it again. But I don't know why I keep doing it. It is honestly like- It's a habit. It's such a habit and it's so unmindful. Mm. Like it's just this roboticness. Yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. But yeah, so that's for on your digital detox. Thank you. You're welcome. Everyone's never going to listen to us again because they're going to be like, we're on a digital digital platform. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't think that one through very well, did we? Jeez. Uh, I mean, this has got nothing to do with a digital detox or sleep, but I found another (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone's been to my new house, even my old house, or if you've seen photos on the podcast of my house, I have indoor plants everywhere. Everywhere. And they're thriving. And she lives in a jungle, right? I love it. And my mum used to have fake indoor plants everywhere. And it just, it was not good for my mental health. And I was like, mum, you're not doing anything for yourself. Like I get so much joy when they get a new leaf, when there's Mm. new growth, you're purifying your air, get some fucking plants in your life. And now just this year, she has officially converted all her plants. She had one, no, she has two fake ones left but she got rid of one of them on mother's day nice so we're down to ceremonial one more. burning um, and so yes i've got plants everywhere except i found this fun fact because there are a lot of books and studies and i've got lots of indoor plant books and blah 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 but that say that plants help you sleep and they're good for you but this one plant in particular the snake plant the, the mother-in-law's tongue if you will mm-hmm. um 
the snake plant. I don't know why NASA was uh, researching the snake plant. Were they maybe wanting to take it uh, in their little fucking rocket ship? I don't, I don't know, know, man. Space freaks me out, so I kind of disconnect from it. But NASA literally researched the snake plant and tested it and found that out of every indoor plant, maybe they did want it in their rocket ship. Must have. Shutting some decor in the rocket ship. <laughs> I don't know. But it removes at least 107 air pollutants. That's insane. 107 pollutants in there. What a wicked at plant. Least. And they're also very difficult to kill. Yes. And so that's the, very the hardiness robust. and the robustness of them. So it cleans your room, purifies your air and provides better sleep quality because you're breathing in better quality air. So that's the only plant I don't have in my house Stop currently. It. I don't have one. Are you serious? I had a tiny one that I got years ago that grew a mushroom and then I was like, ew, and then threw it in the bin. My gosh. But I think mushrooms, uh, someone told me that mushrooms grow when the soil is really healthy. Yeah. But I just threw it in the bin. Panicked. Yeah. So I'm going to get one and put it in my room because my room's really quite dark because of the roller shutters. Yeah. So guys, I'll get back to you if my sleep improves. Who doesn't love to go and buy a new indoor plant? Yeah. I thrive on it. Yeah. Our little apartment is also a forest. Well, my um, Monstera is not doing very well in my room. Those two cuttings mm. have gone yellow and died because it's too dark. So I think it's time that we go buy a snake plant, everybody. Yeah. And I hope you all do too. Trip and Bunnings. send us photos of where you have a snake plant in your house and I'll make a collage. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> we love that. We do love that. We love that. Anyway, completely random. But, you know, be better, guys. But go it'll help us sleep. <laughs> Do the work. Do the work. Buy Do a the, plant. I've done the research for you. You go buy the fucking plant. <laughs> You're welcome. So I guess to wrap up this episode, right, we're going to talk about wrapping it up and making it into a cute little parcel of we want to be a better role model for ourselves. Yeah. Right? We want to be a better version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so old mate Kate James talks about being wanting to be a role model. And you might not consider yourself as a role model, but you can – Almost make yourself one in for yourself. doesn't have to be for anyone. And it's about making your life as good as you can make it and your internal habitat within your soul a little bit nicer, which we've spoken about throughout this whole podcast. But there's a couple of things that you can say to yourself about wanting to be a role model and like those affirmations of um, in the morning or when you're doing your journaling or whatever, you can just... Listen to these, write them down and just repeat them over to like manifest, if you will, the type of person you want to be. So who do you want to be? I want to be patient, calm and compassionate. I want to be funny and playful and not take life too seriously. Oh, I'd, I'd like that a bit more. Um, but I want- the thing is you, oh God, this is just some. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Just, you are funny and playful. But I, you're often funny and playful to downplay what, you know, as a coping mechanism. Yeah. But you, you're you saying you genuinely want to be funny and playful yeah. without the, the second part of the sentence, which was, I can't remember. Not take life too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want but, to but, genuinely but have fun. But people who don't know you or don't listen to this would go, she's a really funny, laid back, chill kind of bitch. Yeah, yeah. Just all, all cover. Yeah. All cover. Mm. Like a duck. Cool, calm, collected on top kicking like hell underneath mm. you know yeah so i think to be truly fun okay 
to like really enjoy. And that's why I'm so excited about this mix, mystical misty thing afterwards. <laughs> so it's going to be so fun. Sean's like, can we wrap up this episode? Yeah. When you Let's all see done. that it's only like a 40 minute episode, you know, it's you because know Sean's like, I've got things to do. Got things to do. Um, mixies to make. Um, I want to speak in, I want to speak to people in the way I want to be spoken to. I want to be a good listener. I want to be kind, generous, and supportive. I want to treat everyone equally. I want to take care of my body. Oh, that one's going to hurt a lot of chronic listeners, isn't it? I want to take care of my body because if we don't, (laughs) it hurts us even more. (laughs) I want to be confident and comfortable to set boundaries. Ooh, that's a good one. I definitely want more of that. I want more of that. And I want to feel less guilty after mm-hmm. I set a boundary mm-hmm. as well, because that would be lovely. Um, I want to keep learning, be, being curious and open-minded. I think that's the root of like mm-hmm. life, hey? Mm-hmm. To just keep wanting to learn and not become this monotonous like routine for everything. Old mate says that. He's like, I'm so excited about getting older because I just want to learn more. I want to be courageous enough to express my untapped creativity. That's a cool one. And, you know, that's funny because I went for a coastal stroll with one of my besties, Danny, yesterday. We were talking exactly about that. And she said, you know, she, she was reflecting on it walking along the beach. And she said, you, you and I put so much pressure on ourselves in high school. And, you know, we work so hard to, you know, get bloody nominated for ducks and get stupid mm-hmm. ATAR levels and all of that stuff. And we were so studious and we worked so hard and our passion was never that, yeah. but we put the pressure on ourselves for it to be that. And our mm. passion was dancing, it was singing, it was music, it was drama. Yeah. And she said, I look at myself now and I am unhappy in the job that I'm in. I'm ha- mm. unhappy in the career decision that I've made. Yeah. And I look at other who we thought were, what are they called? Drop kicks. Drop, Drop kicks. kicks. Deadbeats. Yeah. Um, in our year who are now killing it. Mm. doing something so silly because they followed their little passion, their little side hustle, yep. and now they have a much better work-life ba- life balance than we do and yep. they took the plunge. And she goes, God, like I wish we just opened our own dance school together yep. or I wish we did those musicals when they came up and we didn't say, no, we're too busy studying yep. or no, I can't get out of my night shift. Uh, she's like, I just, you know, we're like almost 30 now. So that when are we ever have going to do that? She says, that's when I like sometimes get angry at myself and wish I trusted myself and my creativity more. Well, because our society, right, tells you that you need stability. You need to have a solid job. You need a yeah. consistent income. Yeah. And that's and what she said. She was like, I fully stuck to that societal pressure of this is what you should be doing. Mm. Your grades are this high. So that means you should be doing something very clever. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people, when they hit... 30, 40, 50, they go, fuck this, yeah. career change, yeah. and do that hobby that they've had their mm. entire life and just ran with it because mm-hmm. that brings them joy. And it can get like really annoying and, and it can be anger invoking because you, you've you taken the path of least resistance in that it's less risky. But you know, you can't beat yourself up about that though. I know, but it was just interesting. That was literally yesterday and we were having that whole... Oh. Yeah, what life could have been. What it could have been like. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that as well. Mm. Like creative writing Mm. and like my whole life was leading towards drama and Mm. it was just the fear of not having a job or not being seen. And the fear of not making it. My fear of like my injuries. I wouldn't be able to do musical theatre for long. Like it was all that. Yeah. My little brother's living the life though. He's doing drama at uni Mm. and just kicking goals. It's just, well, at least one of us has done it. Maybe we'll release an album. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) A Christmas album. (laughs) Oi, guys. But seriously. Don't put that out there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fun fact, we'll follow up as we'll a single. <laughs> An EP launch. Oh, gosh. Oh, here's one. I want to be adventurous, take risks and challenge myself. Christmas album's coming, Christmas. everyone. <laughs> and I want to make a contribution to society. I think we do that. We do that enough. <laughs> we don't need I to don't contribute need to anymore. Contribute. It ain't taken an, uh, too much of me already. Uh, yeah, literally. Too much. But I think we we do a lot of those things. Already. We do, but there's definitely ones that I need to do more of and less yeah. so of others. I think I do the ones that others benefit from more than the ones that benefit myself. Yeah. Like Correct. I feed I feed into other people's cups and fill yeah, my yeah. own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Well, this episode has just made us realise how much we suck. Anyway. <laughs> but it's all about learning together, my friends. <gasps> Progress daily. Zach has a shirt with that on. Progress mm. daily. It's so true. All you can do, just a little bit at a time. All right, questions and quotes, sister. I don't have any questions for you. I started with 20-odd questions, so I think we've skipped them. Yeah, we skipped the questions, but we've left you guys with a lot of questions for some self-reflection. Yeah. Um, so think about all of those things. And on that note, um, my quote, it's more of a paragraph, a passage. But, um, it's, it's more of that affirmation kind of looking after yourself, doing the work ties in quite nicely with that. It's by Ruby Dahl, who I've spoken about multiple times on this podcast as being one of my favorite authors for these kinds of things, but it's called you matter. Okay. Right. The pressure's on to read this nicely for you all and like yeah. put you to sleep or something. Turn off the, your brightness though, screen yeah. time. <clears throat> I do not know how else to tell you that you matter. Your thoughts, your feelings, your dreams and ideas, your fears and anxieties, every little thing that brings you down and all the things that pull you up, they all matter. And you need to stop feeling that what you think is invalid and that your experiences are not enough to justify your pain. They are. Heck, they are more than enough to justify how you are feeling. And you need to grasp the truth that your pain does not even need a justification. The fact that you hurt is enough to warrant the love and care that you need. So do not tell me that you are scared to speak with me, with him, with her about how you feel. Because I told you, you matter in every single way. I know that you refuse to believe it, especially when you question your own self-worth. But you do matter. Every part of you is valid and everything that you want, you deserve. And listen to me clearly when I say that you are not alone in what you feel. And you most definitely will not be alone from here on in. You matter to me. You matter to everyone else in your life. Just take a step forward and tell us what you need. What can we do to help? Because if we could, we would move mountains to make sure you don't have to climb them just to save you the pain. Believe me, we all would. Oh, that's lovely. That's cute. She's a bloody Isn't good it? She's writer. So good. Oh my gosh. That's really so nice. So you all matter, everybody. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. You matter to you and you matter to us. Um, and mine again is from Ruby Dahl herself, and it's a short little one of You did not come to this earth to live a life for others, so why do you let their opinions of you affect you? You matter, everybody. You matter. And don't listen to other people. That's really nice. That's really nice. That's a good ending. That was cute. As usual, guys, um, that is the end of the episode. Please like, share, subscribe and do all those things. And also do the um, silver spoon. Send us in your um, happy news stories. Yes, so we, we love them. So we can do um, some of the happy spoons. Have a fabulous week, team. Take care. Bye.